Welcome to Seize Your Midlife, the podcast exclusively for midlife women. I'm your host, Bree Schumacher. We are going to dive into all the things from health and hormones to beauty and wellness. We'll be asking the question, what's my midlife purpose? And what am I going to do with the rest of my life? We'll also be interviewing women who've taken leaps or made U-turns in midlife. This conversation is going to be engaging, sometimes educational, a little bit funny, and always real. It is my sincere hope that you find your midlife purpose and lead your most fulfilling life. So join us on this journey to seize your midlife. Let's go. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Seize Your Midlife. I am so glad you are here. So I have to ask you a question. When was the last time that you felt excited, like big smile on your face excited, like excited to get out of bed excited, counting down the days excited? When I was in the throes of trying to figure out what I was going to do with this next chapter, with the rest of my life, I honestly would just hit the snooze button. I would linger in bed. I don't know if I should admit this, but I would take a lot of day naps and I would scroll my phone way longer than I am proud of. And I would watch obscene amounts of Hulu. I think I've mentioned that before. I just did not feel excited about what my days look like. People always think like, oh my gosh, if I won the lottery, if I could just quit my job, all my problems would be fixed. If I just had more money, if I just had more time. But the truth is no amount of money or time will just make you automatically feel excited about your life. And truth be told, I do not believe that you need to wait to make more money or to get more time to feel excited about your life right now. So as I was in this very untethering place, I was desperately trying to find ways to inject excitement and enthusiasm into my life. And I really believe that the biggest thing plaguing women in midlife is just this general feeling of malaise, like bleh, a lack of enthusiasm, a lack of zest. So I tried to figure out what I could get excited about again. And there are, of course, the big things, like the annual things, the once a year thing that you can be excited about. I think you guys probably know if you've listened to other podcasts that for me, it's the trip I take with my sister to another country, a crazy week-long trip to somewhere usually in the third world, the Bolivian salt flats or the Ecuadorian Amazon or off the beaten path in El Salvador. I love, 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 love having that on my calendar. I am not kidding when I say I spend seven months planning for that trip. I plan every little tiny detail. As soon as we decide where we're going, I buy the Lonely Planet book and I get into bed at night and I read and dream about all the places that we're going to go and I fold the pages, imagining what it's going to be like when I get there in person. In fact, (laughs) 
I love the planning so much that I'm actually tempted to pause this podcast and get on my computer right now and start Googling places for next year. So if you have any ideas for me of where we should go next year, send them my way. But anyways, so there's all this planning leading up to the trip. And then we go on the actual trip and all my hard work comes to fruition. And standing there next to these places I imagined or eating the food that I read about, it feels magical. And then I spend the next several months scrolling through all my fantastic pictures, recounting the stories in my head, texting my sister memories. This once a year, seven-day trip literally sustains me the whole year with enthusiasm. It adds so much excitement to my life this one week. So I want you to think about what's one thing in these next 12 months that you could put on the calendar that you can be as excited as I am about that trip, that you can plan for, that you can read about, that you can get on chat boards and get lost in all the talk and the chit chat about the place that you're dreaming of. So Full disclosure, I'm not a Disney person, but one of my really good friends is like the super Disney queen. And I see this with her. She buys all the gear. She live streams from the parks. She follows all the influencers. She is literally all year long getting excited about Disney. So I just imagine that when she gets there and she's in person and she sees all the things that she's been watching from afar, how she feels every year at that moment, it's probably just like how I feel or how I felt when I saw the Salt Flats in person for the first time after researching them. Disney is her thing, her annual thing. What's your annual thing? Okay, aside from the big annual thing, there's the month thing that you can get excited about, that you can start counting down the days for. So I booked for my husband and I a brewery tour in Charlotte. It's a city brewery tour. My sister had actually gotten me a gift certificate last Christmas for it. And it's not like a huge life-changing event, but I'm super excited about it. We haven't lived in Charlotte that long or in the Charlotte area. It's been less than two years. And I haven't been to a single one of the breweries that's on the list. And there's going to be food pairings. And I know we're going to meet new people. And then Andy and I are just going to laugh together and have fun. And so I'm really looking forward to it. I'm counting down the days to it. So your month thing, it can be a small thing. It can be a brewery tour. Think about what you can do in these next 30 days that you can be excited about. Maybe it's going to dinner with your girlfriends who you haven't seen in a while and you know the conversation is just going to fill your cup up. Maybe it's taking a long drive with your kids and going to walk on the trail that you've been reading about. I know for me, I love a field trip with my kids. It's literally one of the things I look forward to most in a month. Think about your little beacon this month, your enthusiasm beacon. This is the thing that when you are carting everybody around and you are doing the chores and you are running all the errands that you're going to be like, just wait until two weekends from now. Just wait until one weekend from now. I am going to be doing this thing and it's going to bring me so much joy. And then there are the tiny weekly bursts of excitement that you can look forward to. Micro-enthusiasm is like what I like to call it. 
So this week, for example, I knew on the calendar I had two calls and an interview, and they were all with women I was so excited to learn more about. Women I knew would be absolutely perfect for the podcast. So when Monday hit, I honestly felt so excited for my week ahead. I knew these things were going to give me energy and make me feel excited. And they did. So as you think about your next week, your next seven days, what can be your micro burst of excitement? Maybe it's that your coworkers are all coming into town for a sales meeting and you know you'll all get together and have a great time. Or maybe it's going to your kid's baseball game and you know that the spring weather has finally arrived. Look at this week. Craft some things that you can put on your calendar and highlight them, bold them. They are your tiny joys. Then there's the daily excitement. What makes you stop hitting snooze like I was? For some people, I know it's their daily run to Starbucks. They get their favorite coffee just the way they like it. They see their baristas that they know, and it brings them that little burst of joy. Maybe it's your yoga practice that brings you calm. Maybe it's your morning routine, or maybe it's your lunch break because you have a really busy job. Personally, there are a lot of different things I look forward to in any given day, but I absolutely love getting my little guy off the bus. He's seven and he has this giant man-sized backpack and he just gets off the bus and his backpack's hitting the back of his knees and he always runs and he's always wearing shorts no matter what the weather and he's just cute as a button as he takes off and he says, hi mama, and I love that. That is a little joy every single day. I look forward to getting out for a walk when I can and soaking up vitamin D, listening to the birds and smelling the earth. And I literally will say in my head, thank you, God, for those beautiful flowers. Thank you for the sound of the birds. Thank you for the smell of the firewood burning in the air. All of those things. I just say thank you. And believe me, that makes me feel a lot more enthusiasm for them because I'm recognizing them. What can you think about when all of your duties and responsibilities really take up so much of your day? Those things, those responsibilities, they feel heavy. But these little excitements, they lighten your mental load. Then, my friends, I think is the big one. And it's sense of purpose and how sense of purpose really is the secret to excitement and enthusiasm and just zest for life. We've talked a lot on the podcast in just the few episodes that have rolled out about purpose, about what's your purpose in midlife? Is this all there is? What am I supposed to do next? What am I called to do? And I really do think that this is the number one question weighing on women's lives and our hearts in midlife. As I talked about in my first episode, first ever episode, I really felt lost without my sense of purpose. And my sense of purpose was so tied into being a business owner. And if you haven't listened to episode four, my friend Shannon talks about how she had to reprogram herself from going and waking up at 4 a.m. to check her email or sitting at her desk for 12 hours a day when she left her career to become a life coach. And the reason why 
we do those things, the reason why we struggle in those changes is because we all just desperately crave a sense of purpose. And I am telling you, there is no amount of money and there is no amount of time that will give you a sense of purpose automatically. There is a reason why people say money can't buy you happiness. So here are the things that I did to get out of my own funk when it comes to sense of purpose because I was in a sense of purpose funk. I signed up. There are a lot of things actually, but these are the things that I think made the biggest change for me. And one of them was I signed up for a workshop with Jenna Kutcher. It was called the Podcast Lab. And she had a sale, a 30% sale on all her classes. And I was like, you know what? This is a sign. And I signed up for the class and listened to the first module where she talks about all the gear you need. And I put it in my cart on Amazon. And my husband surprised me. And he just bought all the things for me. And I was so appreciative of that because I was stalled. I think like a lot of us are, right? In the fear of like, e, do I really hit the purchase button? But it all came. And then it was sitting there. And it was sitting there. And again, I was stalled and I was paused. But my son, he took everything out of the boxes and he got it all set up for me. And he showed me how to use the microphone and all the things because my God, I'm 46. I don't know how to do anything like that. So here I am and I just started it. I just literally started the podcast with not a whole lot of knowledge on what I was doing, not a whole lot of preparation. But let me tell you, it has changed my life. And I mean that in like the most magical of ways. I am more excited to wake up and tackle my days than I have been in months and months. What am I going to write about? Who am I going to reach out to? Who do I get to talk to today? What text am I going to get saying that somebody loved the podcast? Or what review am I going to see that's going to literally lift me up and remind me that I am doing something that is purposeful? You guys, I probably should be embarrassed by saying the Caesar Midlife podcast has changed my life. But I think it's really important for me to share that with you. I think it's important because I took this step, this risk, not knowing what it was going to bring. And it was really a small thing, right, to start this and to put it out into the world. And it made a world of difference in the way that I felt excited about my life. And so I just hope that that encourages you to just do the one thing. Sign up for the class or the workshop or whatever it is so that you can feel that beacon of enthusiasm and excitement like I feel right now, that sense of purpose. This podcast is not paying me any money. In fact, it's costing me money. But I wholeheartedly believe that it is going to lead me to my next guidepost. And it has most certainly led me to all of you, which has been an incredible blessing. So I encourage you, as you think about this day, this week, this month, or even this year, oh my gosh, I sound like the Friends theme song, don't I? But hey, we all like Friends, and it's a good theme song. And truth be told, those little pockets of excitement and enthusiasm that you can look forward to will inject zest and meaning into your life. I promise you. 
I am living proof of it. Thank you so much, my friends, for being here and for joining this conversation. If you can so kindly tell your friends about the Seize Your Midlife podcast, if you can review it, that would be the biggest help. It will help more women find this podcast. It will help more women come and join this conversation. And the more women that are part of this conversation, the fuller it will be. Thank you so much and have a beautiful and exciting day. 